And I've definitely done this as a kid. Like your mom's trying to get you dressed in the morning to go to school and or church. Both suck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Roaches. I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, and record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome to another episode of Thrifty Secondhand Shopping for Worm People. We have a huge episode this week. In fact, we have back-to-back huge episodes because we got a full house. Um, So as usual this week, we have a curated thrift haul, and it's going to be based on animations, things that are animated. So we have some Garfield stuff. We have some action figures here. We have uh, Batman stuff in the mix uh, and a lot of other things. So please stay tuned for all that. But before we get to the episode, got to put something over real quick. And I hate doing this, but you got to you just got to do it, I suppose. So last year, 2019, Thrifty won Best Podcast in Pittsburgh via the City Paper. And uh, it was completely an honor, and thank you for everybody putting in the time last year for that, as uh, listeners of the show back then will know that it was a super cool thing for Josh and I. Um, so this year, how to do that. Um, it's, up, it's up for nomination already. What you want to do to vote for Thrifty for Best Podcast in Pittsburgh, you want to go to bit.ly backslash pgh. Nominations. Now, uh, it's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash, and yes, caps matter. So put this in caps, P-G-H, and then lowercase nominations. So bit dot Lee backslash P-G-H nominations. Go to people and places. Once you go to people and places, scroll down. You will see best local podcast. And then go ahead, slam thrifty on that. Now, not only is Thrifty, this very podcast you're listening to, nominated, but uh, our first co-host I'm introducing today as a part of the show uh, is a partial owner, as, as well as I am, of Brick Body Kids. And Brick Body Kids is up for nomination. And uh, Shane Becker Hi. is here Hello. representing not only Thrifty. Welcome to the show. Not only Brick Body Kids, but he's representing our friendship. Welcome to our domain. Welcome to our friendship. So how you nominate Brick Body Kids, it's the same way. B-I-T dot L-Y backslash capital P, capital G, capital H, lowercase, nominations. So bit dot Lee backslash P-G-H nominations under goods, goods and, and services. services. Brick Body Kids. And Shane. 
I'm sure that you're pretty excited about the uh, the uh, end of the summer. Uh, hopefully, we at least get uh, nominated in the top. Hopefully, four. we do anything. I mean, I'm about it. Um, even if we're there, it's fine. Yeah, even if we get to the dance, yeah. I'm fine with. I'm good with making like final the elite eight and losing the number one seed. Yeah, it, it's so it's no big deal. Obviously, we want to win, and it. it I, I always feel weird. But we're still grateful for your support. For sure, yeah. So if win or lose, it's fine. And that's why I always hate putting this stuff over because I just feel like there's a lot of other voices and a lot of other things that are cool. So I feel bad taking your vote. But, yeah, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just do it. <laughs> please. Please um, be nice. So uh, bit.ly backslash PGH nominations. People in places vote thrifty. Uh, goods and services uh, vote brick body kids. And along with Shane this episode, obviously myself, Toddy, the host, and we're also welcomed by DJ Lil. Hello. How are, how are you doing, Lily? Um, well, this is an animated themed episode, and I today feel very much like a cartoon character. Cool. Some days cool. I feel more like that than others and this would be one of them this is one of those days so it's a perfect episode for so you. i don't feel in my body we just touched on this though yeah i think we should make a dark horse candidate Uh oh mm-hmm. dj lil the dark horse candidate go to people and places go to best personality right in dj lil Right in DJ Lil. Right in Lillian Williams, maybe, but DJ Lil more. <laughs> Those five. I didn't letters. know you remembered my real name. That's true. I that felt. We- Did you hear like the pain in my voice as I said saying Lillian her Lillian? real name? Yeah. 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 DJ Lil. <laughs> there d- we go. D- d- DJ Lil, best personality. I'm gonna write DJ Lil in. Shane says it. Not Just me. five letters. Five letters. DJ. All you gotta do. Space DJ Lil. Lil. They ask for a location. Wherever. Wherever. So yeah, Pittsburgh. Bit.ly backslash PGH nominations. People in places look for the best best personality. Nominate DJ Lil. Dark horse. Dark horse <laughs> candidate DJ Lil. Dark horse. Big right. budget dark horse. Five letters, two minutes. Can I get into something real quick? Yeah, go ahead and I, get into something. Right before we started, yeah. I received a um, what can be pretty much described as a uh, scam email. I love scams. Mm-hmm. Um, from paypal in air in quotes. quotes and i'm gonna read you the transcript from this paypal scam email that someone sent me very it's cool. nuts yeah go ahead and hit that up dear shane becker and then it says transaction id some fake transaction number and then it says status legal action Uh-oh. in big bold capital letters in the text of the email says we are contacting you from the legal department of paypal regarding your pending transaction and then here's where it gets good we find you very, very cunning and dishonest. You need to complete the bank transfer by all means. If you fail to complete this transaction within the next one hour, we will get you arrested immediately. The time we gave you lapse, and you shall face the consequences of legal action. Note, we have also reported your case to the British police and all other, all other relevant authorities, and they are happy to help us with your arrest. I'm wow. sure I'm sure the world doesn't have any other issue to go deal with no. right now. No, there's Legal no action. issues Number thankfully one, in the world. Priority. This reminds it's me Shane. of remember at the end of one of our very early shows, Toddy, where I got a spam email a spam a spam phone call from Japan. Oh yeah. yeah. And it was like, Hello, your social security number has been determined illegal mm-hmm. or something and they threatened to like kick me out of the country. 
Yeah. This is how this feels again. Yeah. So um, so it looks like actually you're not going to be able to nominate Brick Body Kids because one of us is going to jail. In, Brish, <laughs> in British. In British jail. <laughs> I meant to say Great Britain, but I like couldn't think of the word, so I said in British. Okay, well, that that's... Uh, I didn't know... Funny thing is, uh, I didn't know... Obviously, I was like a baby-ass little kid, tiny-ass boy, and I used to record wrestling matches um, on cassette tapes where I'd be the commentator for wrestling man- matches, and everybody that wasn't from... Uh, again, I was... We're talking seven, eight years old. Everybody from not uh, not the United States, I wouldn't know where that was. So I would just make up different places and then because I would be like, oh, that person's from Japan or Mm -hmm. that person's from England. And I understood that. That makes perfect sense to me. But their actual physical like, you know, like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, part of the. I didn't know that first part. So I would just like say any. And I can't even remember like some good. Oh, you know what? I remember um, Waterfalls Town. Waterfalls <laughs> town, baby. I, I I used to uh, I used to bill people from water waters. Yeah, it was like Watersville town or what something like that. But they were everybody from Japan was from like Waterfall town or something like that. I remember that one. Nice. So that was also a, a deep regret of mine. But again, I was seven eight years old. I have mm-hmm. I had no concept of. Well, I'm 32 and barely have concepts. If it makes you feel better, I didn't know quart meant quarter gallon until I was like 17. No kidding. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is. It's pretty interesting. Hmm. I mean, you just don't think about it. No. Um, something I didn't know, and this is another thing in relation to uh, living in America, I did not know, and we're talking two years ago. I figured mm-hmm. this out. Um, red light, green light, uh, green turning arrow. When there's a green turning arrow on the, on the traffic light, that means you're the only lane moving. So how, how there's like a green light and then a green arrow and yeah. then the green arrow disappears, but it's still a green light. What that mean is the, what's, what that means now is there's two way traffic. You're still mm-hmm. allowed to go, but it's mm-hmm. the, but if there's a green arrow, that means you have the right away. And that means you're you the go. only one going. I had no idea about that. Hmm. Did you In- know about that, Shane? Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people who usually yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a common knowledge thing. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just did, I just did not know that. And I obviously knew, like, if it was green, I could go. But I never knew that the arrow specifically signified that's the only one. Yeah, and, and I'm sure you learn this when you're 18, getting a license. It just, I just, it just passed me, I guess. Fair enough. So um, we have DJ Lil, we have Brick Body Shane, we have me, Toddy, and again, we're getting into s- some uh, animated fun uh, this week, so let's hop into our first act here, something you've never seen before. Something you've never seen before, something you've never seen at all. So for new listeners to the show, something you've never seen before, we put together a curated thrift haul, and alongside that, we also ask each other trivia questions, thrifty trivia trivia questions, which, which are multiple choice. So I'm going to start off this week and go over our first piece for our curated thrift haul, our second-hand haul. 
We're going to get into some Garfield stuff, baby. Garfield. Yes. Garfield. <laughs> and it's fun to even say the name Garfield. Big time. Um, so some interesting Garfield facts, which I didn't Gar know, Ooh. is that the Garfield, the comic, actually used to be called John. John. Whoa. It was about this fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> Garfield. Like, it's, there's a lot of fun there. Um, but it was basically about John hmm. and um, Garfield stole the spotlight, or more or less, okay, more or less. Garfield and Odie and the pals seem to be the most interesting thing. Um, Odie's you, one of the most useless cartoon characters of all time. Just What's up, wrong with Odie? Straight uh, up abused Odie. I'm pro <laughs> Odie. I'm pro Odie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you like Odie? Where's the hate? I don't. I don't hate Odie. There's no DJ Lil does, say, and I'm trying to get an answer. I said useless character. You're useless <laughs> in terms of things. If you think that, about and that's Odie. that's why you're encouraging people to write me in as best yes, personality. Yes. Best personality. Best. I would vote for Odie for over best personality DJ in Garfield. <laughs> Not over, over DJ Lil DJ in Pittsburgh, but if it was Garfield nomination. So all those DJ Lil nominations of slowly turning to Odie nominations out there. I oh, am not man. calling DJ Lil useless other than on her opinion of Odie. There's nothing wrong with Odie. Nobody said there was anything wrong DJ with Odie. DJ Lil just said he was useless. You can have Odie. Can <sighs> Good. Have Odie. Well, Odie honestly just gets kicked off the table a bunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we have as a part of the haul this week, we have a Garfield briefcase garfield and this garfield briefcase is from the early 90s garfield and it's roughly 18 by 12 three inches deep garfield and it reminded me of the suitcase i used to have a power ranger suitcase like this and i kept doll clothes in it because that was ralph's my pet walrus ralph Mm. i used to switch out his clothes and i used to carry carry the clothes in a Power Ranger briefcase just like this. Garfield. Uh, that's a story for another day. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's aqua blue. It has Garfield postcard on the front of it. And inside the postcard's uh, rectangle uh, is uh, him skiing down a slope. And Odie could be seen in the foreground. And I learned something about Garfield from a specific Garfield collector. Garfield. Mm. Uh, so act two of the show, you're going to be hearing from a fi- an official Garfield collector, so do not miss that. Garfield. But a lot of Garfield things, they have uh, the date, uh, the copyright date is a lot of the times 1978. But that does not mean that it was created in 1978. Because when Shane and I look for clothes, when we see, like, copyrights, like, oh, 2001, mm-hmm. 1996, 1984, we're mm-hmm. like, okay, we know where it's from. Garfield, you can't do that. It's like it's just, the same with Peanuts stuff. Peanuts stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So it's Peanuts is always, like, copyright 1967. Like so it's, it's in the same wavelength as that. There's, like, copyright issues that they just do that. Um, I will say that... 2006 uh, Garfield toilet seats, those got 2006 on it. Hmm. How about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, but, it, I mean, everybody knows Garfield, but for Garfield. some reason, if you don't know Garfield, Garfield. Garfield. Chronicles the life of a big orange cat that likes lasagna. And John Arbuckle, his owner, uh, his human owner, and then Odie the dog, which mutually live together. 
And as of 2013, it was syndicated in roughly uh, almost 3,000 newspapers and journals and held the Guinness World Record for being the world's most widely syndicated comic strip. And uh, creator Jim Davis uh, has been applauded because he doesn't usually introduce any types of politics. Mm -hmm. Because uh, if there's one thing a centrist loves, it's definitely comics. Um, And the reason why, though, Jim Davis doesn't put uh, politics in there, because he admittedly has no clue about politics. He has said that. Of course you. <laughs> he doesn't. He does not follow politics. So if that's Got not it. a centrist, I don't know what is. What's your favorite comic, Toddy? My favorite. Com- I'm talking newspaper comic. Newspaper, newspaper comic. Comic strip. Mine is Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, oh, you seem like a Calvin and Hobbes head. Yeah, for I sure. Am. What's it called? Uh, Mark Trail. Does I don't anyone know remember Mark? No. Mm-mm. I don't no. remember that. The Outsider's good. Hmm. Mark not Trail. Outsiders, the Mark Trail. Yeah. What was that about? A guy usually in the woods, and it's how it's drawn. There's one image that comes to mind where it's like he's out in the woods, like, oh, looking at nature, Mm -hmm. and how it's drawn. There's a squirrel that should be in the foreground, but it's drawn so large that it looks like it could eat him. Oh, okay. So it's a lot of fun. It's very corny nature. I'm sure everybody knows that I just missed it. Yeah. One of those things. It's one that you look at just to be like, well, that's the giant animal this week. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I think it was called Mark Trail. But uh, Calvin and Hobbes, you definitely seem very Calvin and mm-hmm. Hobbes. Absolutely. Do you like the pee stuff? Like the peeing no, stuff? No, that makes me mad. You're talking about like the like bootleg Calvin peeing on things? Yeah. Makes me mad. It's not true, Calvin? It's not. It's like he's not that resentful. No. He's like resentful, but in a way where he's just... He doesn't like what's going on around him. He's not going to, like, piss in a fucking football helmet. No. Just, <laughs> not for mean. all NFL teams. <laughs> My God. I hate that shit. Like, any time I see that, I just get, a, like, a metallic taste in my mouth. Like, that wasn't the right adjective for that, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> sure. But I it mean, just, a piss football helmet, God, I think, tastes like that. Right. Me- it's maybe metal? it's your... Mm-hmm. Tastes like pennies. Piss pennies? Well, we'll look I into it. It's probably the flavor of a hot wire jewel. Ooh. I don't like this. Let's continue <laughs> to what you have on the, on the Back board. Back to Garfield. Back to Garfield. But uh, Garfield, the television show. Garfield. Mm. No, no, this is no bit whatsoever. Now, not that this show is anything like Garfield, but um, so Act 1 is a thing, Act 2 is a different thing, and Act 3 is the same thing. I modeled that. After the Garfield TV show. I hate Mondays. Really? It's how everything would start in the TV show. So there would be one, if you watch the syndicated Garfield mm-hmm. television show, there'd be a Garfield cartoon. Mm-hmm. And there'd be like a Down on the Farm cartoon oh, with Orson yeah. the Pig. Yep. Yeah. All that stuff. And at yeah. the end, it'd go back to Garfield again. That's where I got the idea to do something different in the middle of the same thing. <laughs> Honestly, that's where I got it from. Very cool. Not that it, it's anything the like, but I'm just saying that mm-hmm, formula. Yeah. Like, let's do the thing. Let's breathe, do something different, and then get back to it. Mm-hmm. But I watched a lot of Garfield growing up. Uh, I had a little uh, – uh, before I went to grade school, I would sit in a little TV tray, and I had uh, Eggo mini waffles, and I'd make bacon sandwiches out of them. And then I, I would used get, to make the same thing because I didn't want to use a knife. Oh, maybe that's why. I maybe never I wanted to use a knife when I was a kid. 
instead yeah. of like cutting up my sausage at Eaton Park, which mm-hmm. is a local breakfast chain. You'd fork it? And no, it. I'd no. just fucking put it between two pieces of bread. Ooh. And you know what's now a thing is I only make sandwiches when I go out for breakfast. Okay. I'll get three mm-hmm. eggs, meat, potato, toast, and make a sandwich. So every it followed time. you. It did. Yeah. I don't know why. But that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I still hate breakfast food because pretty much every what breakfast. What do you like? You don't like seafood. You don't like <laughs> breakfast. You like soup. Yeah, I don't like. I well, I so I would eat breakfast. I'd eat these waffles, watch some Garfield, and my mom would yell at me every single day. And I think probably I've just like I just won't eat in the morning. Fair, okay. And and, and it's still stuck to this day. I bet. I mean, I have no idea if that's why. But I'm saying, like, I could definitely tell you some breakfast trauma if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we have the Garfield briefcase uh, from the early 90s as our piece. And I want to, to hop into uh, my first uh, thrifty trivia trivia question. Garfield related. Uh, and, of course, the points we... Uh, accumulate would be tallied at the end and one of the three of us will have enough points to win the it's episode. It's a big point episode. Mm-hmm. Big point some, episode. Some standing shifts may occur. So Garfield merchandise brings in $750 million to $1 billion annually. Wow. Of all the items licensed, there remains one Jim Davis isn't thrilled with. So, and I do have the reason why when it's uh, revealed, whatever it is. Um, so, what uh, licensed merchandise did Jim Davis, he's just, he just doesn't, didn't like? Hmm. A, Zombie Garfield. Garfield. B, Dr. Garfield. Garfield. C, Pilgrim Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> D, none of the above, another independent Garfield. Hmm. So what uh, What licensed piece of Garfield merchandise did Jim Davis not like? A, Zombie Garfield. B, Dr. Garfield. C, Pilgrim Garfield. D, none of the above. It was another Garfield piece. Shane, what are your thoughts, bud? How are you feeling about it? If I even say any words, DJ Lil will know that I have a hunch which one's right. Right, because I've seen it. You're the bigger Garfield. And I know it. Head between As you us. know, I'm a I'm a Garfield head. Yeah, yeah. you're a Garfield head. I'm a, I've I'm already a pers- selected my answer, so it's okay. You want to just say it together then, after I give my reasoning. Okay. Okay. It'll sure. Be fun. You can count. Oh, three. Well, three. I'll three. do your reasoning, okay. and then we'll do. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I reasoning. follow uh, Garfields I found on eBay on Instagram. They have some good Garfields. I know the Pilgrim Garfield is not very tasteful. In terms of Garfield's nature. But does he regret it? Absolutely. He's holding a gun. Okay. Sure. Um, also the pilgrims. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm firmly saying C. Well, you didn't say it together, but maybe Well yeah, we kinda ruined the moment. That's fine. Well you read my mind. I was gonna go with the same answer. C, both for the C. same reason. Yeah. Well, because you mentioned that Not political. he wants to stay out of politics. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's also a good gun point. stuff. So Gun stuff. Yeah. Can't give a cat a gun. Nah. <laughs> That'd be a thumbs. really fun spinoff if, if you give a mouse a cookie. <laughs> if you give a cat a gun. Yeah. If you gave my cat a gun. I don't know what would happen. <laughs> yeah, I think he would shoot himself by accident yeah. immediately mm-hmm. or drop it. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah, I'm going with the pilgrim. Go and yeah. see. Both went C. So again, the question was uh, 
Of all the licensed Garfield memorabilia, there remains one Jim Davis isn't thrilled with. A, Zombie Garfield, B, Dr. Garfield, C, Pilgrim Garfield, D, none of the above, another Garfield. The correct answer. Uh, you folks said C, Pilgrim mm-hmm. Garfield, and... That's incorrect. Oh. That's was, hog shit. Yeah, it was A, Zombie Garfield. Huh. What was the reason? It was, uh, he, he said it did nothing for the character advancement. and it But was Pilgrim kinda, Garfield with gun does? I <laughs> guess so. Um, now, full disclosure, so I was reading this, and mm. Zombie Garfield, he mentioned, is a licensed product that he regrets. B, Dr. Garfield, and C, Pilgrim Garfield aren't things I've seen. I just really? wrote it. No. Oh. There's I, a pilgrim one. Um, yeah, I He's assumed angry. there was a doctor and a pilgrim one, and that's why I was huh. like... There's a doctor one, too. Yeah, no, I didn't know them. I just okay. knew... Like, Garfield... There's so many Garfield... I mean... Yeah. There's so there's many Garfield There's a Garfield, Garfield for every day except Monday. Yeah, for because he hates them. You gave me recently a Garfield plush. Yeah, I did. That's in a devil costume. Yeah. That says hot stuff, but <laughs> instead of an O for hot, they wrote U, and so it says hot stuff. And it's not because it's faded. It's a U. It's just that's how it, it says is. hot stuff. <laughs> that's just what it is. I don't get it. Uh, wow. So zero for one. Yeah. So I'm sure there's like like a Santa Garfield. That's a, oh yeah. That's what I'm Arbor saying. That's how I Garfield. There's, there's an Odie Garfield. <laughs> I'm in a mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's no Shane says mm-hmm. is how about my boy is Odie the combination of Garfield and John? No. Like not if, even close. Like Garfield and John, their combined personalities. John's not like hella uppity. He's just clumsy and weird. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Odie's never mad. I guess not. Odie's just a prop. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. So that was my first piece as a part of the thrift hall. Unfortunately for the other co-hosts on the show today, no points for that. Pilgrim Garfield was the answer. But my opinion of that is the reason why he wasn't – that was one he didn't regret is because he doesn't think about politics. So he's just like, oh, I don't know. That's probably fine. Mm-hmm. But yep. it's not. Well, that's it. So that's it for my piece. Um, did you want to go next, DJ Lil? Since yeah, you I'll were, go next. Okay. Um, I just also wanted to mention a – like I said, sometimes I just feel like a cartoon character. I like to dress in really vibrant colors and mm-hmm. – don't feel like I'm from Earth sometimes. Um, yeah, granted. Yeah, yeah. I so don't either. Mm-hmm. On Monday, I got a message from you like, oh, let's do an animated theme. And I was at work. I glanced at the message, and I was excited. And I was like, okay, I'm going to walk home, think about some ideas. And I just immediately started thinking about all of the cartoons I could watch when I get home. Fun. And I was like, okay, there's this one. I've, I've been thinking about Two Stupid Dogs a lot lately. Two Stupid Dogs? Okay. You know, I was like, looking up their merch on eBay yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just all these little critters popping into my head. And I'm like thinking. And uh, as I'm walking, you know, there's always kind of cartoon gags of like a banana peel, you know, a piano falling, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, that good And you stuff. always wonder, what would that feel like? Ooh, okay, okay. I was walking along, and my foot stuck to the ground. And I tried to, I was like, well, is this what it feels like to step in gum? I have stepped in gum. And I looked down, middle of a pandemic, right on the sidewalk. I stepped in gum. 
Yeah. Can't be spitting your gum out on the ground. And it, yep, just like in a cartoon, whoop, I like mm-hmm. lifted up my shoes. Like, well, that's what that feels like. Um, I stepped so. in gum this week, too, on East Carson Street in Pittsburgh. Oh, man. When I was doing a delivery. And Yeesh. I stepped in gum in front of Mad Noodles on East Carson huh. Street. I just remember the whole thing because it, it was exactly what you mean. You lift it up and you're like, whoa. I didn't look down, but that feeling, it's like this, that's what's happening. That's never happened to me before, but that has to be what's happening. Yeah. And there we are. And there we are. See that so. cartoons on the brain. I think yeah. gum's just weird. Gum's if we're talking like if we're it, on a small tangent. Don't, it's not useful to anyone if you spit it on the grounds. What yeah. is useful to you, DJ Lo? First, Odie. Now, not gum. <laughs> um, do you swallow gum? Do people swallow gum? Yeah. Here? I've no. told you my stories about how weird I am. Yeah. But swallowing gum to me is whatever. I've been spitting it out more recently. <laughs> but if I'm, like, chilling somewhere and I don't want to get up right. and my gum's, like, gross, down the hatch. Down try, the hatch. I try to do it, like, discreetly. Throw it in the woods, right? I'm, I'm a big I'm a big throat in the woods guy. Anyway, the woods so, will sort it out. I've been swallowing it more recently because I have to like lick my fingers before I take my gum out, or it'll stick to me. Mm-hmm. So I just have just been, gotta lube up the finger a little yeah, bit, yeah, eating it down. Mm-hmm. But what do we have here today? Yeah, what do we have? So yeah, so I've got a Mad Magazine that I've brought, and I am a current subscriber to this fine publication, which is yes, still exists. In a bi-monthly format. Um, but right here in front of me, I have the July 1972. So it's issue number 152. And I got this from my dad a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, there's like some weird stuff on the cover. Whoa, some water the back stains. cover's crazy too. Yeah, the back cover. Um, it's tagged for 40 cents sale. And the cover art is Alfred E. Newman kind of happily wandering up a hill to follow the end of the rainbow what's at the end of the rainbow a bunch of garbage trash just yeah, usually, trash usually that i try yeah. to be, do my best dj low impersonation just some of trash, trash. Mm-hmm. yeah he's he's smiling there um so yeah so this issue is 48 years old and uh as i'm looking through it i'm like wow not a lot's changed in the world no. um so that's cool but uh, I find Mad Magazine to be a very second-handable item. Yeah. Um, well, because it's a lot of it. A lot of the pieces are sort of at the time of publication uh, about, like, current events. Right. And this is how – it's like I don't want to sit through certain movies. Yeah. I'm going to read the Mad version. Yeah. I don't Cliff have notes. that time or interest to watch that TV show. Mad will give it to me in five pages or less. I'll, all I'll need to know is there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember, uh, related but unrelated, do you remember uh, in the early 2000s, uh, Mad, uh, the Mad, TV? Mad TV? Yes, I was just about to mention I've They rebooted it a few, couple of years ago, too. Really? Mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. seen a few skits from that with, like, Key and Peel and their original. It was like Diet Robot Chicken, almost. Yeah, like the sketches they, they had on there, like Will Sasso. Was like the break, I guess the breakout, but it was junk. Yeah, it, it filled a time and a <laughs> yeah, space, you know. Yeah, it was whatever. Know? It was whatever. But yeah, like I said, like Mad is like, mm-hmm. you know, like my dad growing up, all of his uncles gave it to him, and then like he passed on issues to me, um, and I've continued the tradition of corrupting the youth 
Like if I ever meet someone who's like just about to graduate high school or like, Love you know, it. going into college, I'm like, so here's this for you. Yeah, this will make you drop this out. This is your homework. <laughs> It'll make you drop out. Immediate dropout. I noticed on the back cover it had Nixon and Bunker yeah, in, in, 19, in 1970. So it's a political ad for Richard Nixon and Archie Bunker yeah. from All in the Family, which is a known weird problematic Very show. Very weird show. <laughs> <laughs> known Very weird problematic weird show. show. Uh, some of the bits in the show were basically like, there's a black person in my house. <laughs> right. And then everyone, oh, that yeah. was like the, it was terrible. And then the only quote unquote progressive on that show was Archie's son-in-law, which he called Meathead. And that was Rob Reiner. And Rob Reiner would be like, hey, you got to think about, you got to think about more than yourself. And Archie Bunker would be like, I'm not that- wearing that mask. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not wearing that mask. And then that, like applause. Like, like that show was on for way longer than it should have Yeah. Been. Archie Bunker never, never would wear a mask. No. Never would wear a mask. No, yeah. not mask wear. Yeah. So that right. was, that's uh, Nixon and Bunker on the back. Yeah. Um, so, you know, usual features in a Mad Magazine. You have Spy versus Spy. Uh, snappy answers to stupid questions, which I'm sure Shane could probably realize I'd read a lot of those growing up. Wow. I always feel attacked by DJ Lil. I'm Odie and DJ Lil's Garfield. Aww. You're John. I'm John. This is actually exactly what it is. That's this what's is, happening. This That's is ex- canon. I think so I'm yeah, here's a page. This is dark for you. Oh, it's oh boy! Just, Smog, uh, lung cancer. It's just suicide, and is it has like, a skull on it. Is that like an anti? Well, cigarette just, ad. It's just kind of like everything going on in the world. So that smog, lung cancer, pollution, contaminated, so extinction, an, death, and phosphates. There's about an ad halfway through the magazine, and it is a black page with a human yeah. uh, skull on it, and then suicide written uh, vertically, mm-hmm. and then the letters in suicide spell out their own negative right. and nasty words. So, it, And it's <laughs> kind of, it sums up the Whoa, there's the a criminal types department. Oh, yeah. no. So we're, you know, we're seeing things like, yeah, like oil companies, and so pollution, and they're using it to spell out. I can't remember what that's called when you write a. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, I'm sure I'll it's take, something. I'll an acronym? No, mm. no, that's, that's when a, you shorten. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll take some pictures and we'll. Yeah, we'll post them. We'll post them so you guys at yeah. home can check it out. Uh, yeah, so oil companies. So there's a drawing of a a duck who looks miserable, with uh, you know, he's stuck. He's stuck in the polluted water, and there's mm-hmm. just oil factories so this is the behind pa- him. The next Does that page. Say pushers? Yeah. Is that like an anti-drug thing? Yes, it has just, to be. And number yeah. one is LSD. <laughs> it is seventy-two. Yeah. Fucking Richard Nixon. Yeah, the war on drugs. The war on drugs. War on drugs. Mm-hmm. And then Democrats give us Joe Biden. War on anyway. drugs. Right. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so we've come a long way in forty-eight years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so far. The only war on drugs I want to hear about is war on drugs by the Clash. Yeah, that's it. Right. Very cool. Uh, Leading up to my trivia question, I just wanted to feature this one-page comic, which I'm showing to Shane and Toddy right now. It says "One Fine Day at the Pyramids," and it's drawn by Don Martin. Okay. Um, who is in a lot is featured a lot in this magazine. So we got a couple of archaeologists digging in the first panel here. 
And then they found their way in underneath the pyramid. Their flashlights are out and ready. The next panel, oh, they found some mummies. And then the final panel, they turn a, and they see a huge tape dispenser. Roll of scotch tape. Yep. Yes. That's very fun. To roll cover the mummies in. Yep. Or fuel. So what's your question? What's so my your trivia, trivia question? question? Don Martin related. Yes. So he was a cartoonist with MAD from 1956 to 1988. And his style of characters have kind of a long nose, long feet, you know, like bulbous heads. Um... And it's just his usual style. And he has a vivid imagination with onomatopoeias. Okay. Ooh. So, mm-hmm. which I wrote this question for Shane, and I didn't know he was going to be here. Well, She's there he is. He's going to be super stoked for this one, I there hope. There he is. All on the floor. Yes. So, which of the following was a vanity license plate in this tradition Hell that Don yes. Martin owns? Hell yes. Vanity plates, Shane. Yeah. Vanity mm-hmm. plate stuff. So, yeah. So, in his cartoons, he... Um, like wrote out onomatopoeias of sounds. Yeah. So like zoink, like floomp, you know, things those, like that. All those fun ones. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to list off here some uh, possible onomatopoeias. Okay. And you'll have to guess which one he used as a vanity plate. Vanity license plate. Mm-hmm. Which one was his? So was it A, stoink, mm. B, guflop, mm. C, ploof, mm. or D, none, none of, of the above? above. Read those again. A, stoink. B, guflop. C, ploof. D, none of the above. Another sound effect. Okay, I'll go first since everybody went for their question, so I'll I'll, I'll just do it. Uh, gotta say, all three noises pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I I I respect them all. I'd laugh if I saw them on uh, a license plate. Uh, floof seems not peculiar, a car sound. Peculiar to me. Um, you have been known to break out the D a lot mm-hmm. and use it um, a lot. I don't think it's going to be that. I don't think it's C or D is what I'm trying to say. Um, I think personally. It's A or B. Uh, what was A and B again? Just A is stoink. Stoink. B is guflop. Guflop. I think mine I'm going to go with is uh, guflop. I'm also going with guflop. You're going to go with guflop? Yeah. I'm just reading that based off of Will's expressions. Okay. Well, also I was kind of sounds like a car sound. Yeah. I am not basing it off of car noises. I'm basing it off of guflop seems like somebody made guflop. Because if I was writing a lie, if I was writing a lie, Mm -hmm. guflop wouldn't be something I'd write is what what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't go like, oh, what's a spoof answer? Let's throw guflop in here. So I, for that reason... I will say all of the those words there are words that he used at some point in a comic. Okay, so that throws mine to the birds. And I'm just going straight off of yeah psychoanalyzation. Right. I think we're B. both. I think we're both going to go B. B. B flop also B for different reasons. All right. Well, different reasons, both wrong. There we are. The answer is A. Ah, 
see that? A little stoink. A, te- a little te- teased a little <laughs> a stoink. Little Gonna be real. Forgot what A was. Stoink? And it, like, I remember hearing it the first time you said it. I was like, that might be a thing. And yeah. then forgot what it was. Just and so I was just like, B sounds like fun. So, yeah. yeah so, uh... No points. That's all right. But every time you read Gaflop, your eyes would get really big and you'd look up. So I was like, maybe it's this one. Read into it a little more. I yeah. just Reverse I psychology. Just th- I just thought it was just something somebody wouldn't write is a fake answer. Fair mm-hmm. enough. All right, Shane. All so you have some. Let's uh, talk about Batman. You Yay. have an interesting piece to add to our curated thrift haul as a part of this episode uh, about animation. And this specifically was a find that we found together while we were thrifting. So why don't you get into it, Shane? Let's talk about itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot Adam West Batman roller skates. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) These are Adam West Batman roller skates as stated from 1987, I believe. Correct? Yeah. Is what we came to. Yeah. I looked them up. Um, They got... Probably one of the worst rendered pictures of Adam West ever. He looks mm. like a smug Pete Davidson in this with a Batman costume on. Yeah, and Adam West's uh, early Batman. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, R.I.P. But, yeah, the Adam West on the roller skate itself has two, uh, like, probably, like, baby-lined outlines, but has two baby-lined outlines. And he's got a blue shadow and a white shadow. A little blue shadow, a little white shadow. I saw that, and I'm like, that's kind of the things I do in Photoshop. And uh, people, that was actually what people wanted in 1987. But he's, so he's I have very, not advanced past that yet. No. <laughs> no. He's very square-shouldered. He, he's given the, like, doing-it-to-him look. Doing-it-to-him look. Um, I don't have much knowledge of Batman. Mm-hmm. It was a comic. There's a TV show when I was six. Batman the Animated Series. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. bad from what I remember. I remember the Joker being a little scary for my little boy mm-hmm. brain. I watched Batman the Animated Series, and I was big on Batman growing really? up. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Give I me was some Batman fun Batman's fact cool. knowledge. Yeah, okay. Um. Well... Uh, interesting thing about I'm hugely into comics, which I really never talk about on the show, um, because I used to read comics weekly. Um, so for those who don't know, new comics till this day are released every Wednesday, and usually comic series drop a new book every month, mm-hmm. a new comic every month. And I used to be a weekly picker upper and buyer of comics. Mm. Um, but it was a, a big expense. Right. Big expense. You can imagine. Yeah. And yeah. I, I would do it every every week. And I had a ritual where I would go to the comic store, get the comics. Um, I wouldn't um, thumb through them because I was afraid of getting grease on them. But mm-hmm. I would get comics and then I would eat at the KFC that shared the parking lot of my comic I've been store. to that KFC with you. Yeah. And it was it the comic shop you're talking about? Is it the place we went with all the video games? Or um, a different place? Where I went, it was in Pittsburgh. It's uh, it was Phantom of the Attic. Okay, and I like Fa- that. Phantom of the Attic was in the attic of the building, and then shared parking lot was a KFC. Mm. And then across the street from that was um, the place that you're thinking. Okay. Of. Yeah. So yes, um, so it used to be in my cycle of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Part of the routine. But those roller skates 
bright bright yellow wheels on those things. Say Batman, a bunch. Say Batman on that. They bit. have the stoppers on the front. And what's weird about roller skates to me is like, I feel like if I stopped with this front boy, I'm eating shit every yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I've like never the front brake stopper on yeah. roller skates. I've never roller skated. I've only ever rollerbladed. Yeah, I've only ever done inline. Yeah. Skating those. You have to be. You're also like eight feet off the ground in these. The, whale, the <laughs> yeah. wheels are huge. I skating parties. I used to go to skating mm. parties in eighth grade, and mostly everybody brought rollerblades, and I didn't have my own set of anything. And when you would rent skates, they would only be four wheeled skates like that. Mm. Took a lot of heat for that kind of stuff. A lot oh, of heat. Heck. Took a lot of heat for oh, being one heck. of the only dudes on four wheels. But yeah, um, these these feature Adam West, okay, the Batman. I was one of the only girls in hockey ice skate. So very nice. well. You probably picked on had me. Had much more. <laughs> <laughs> you probably no, fucking no. Me. <laughs> no, my ankles just had much more support. <laughs> there we are. So <laughs> well, transitioning from bullying. Oh, yeah. Do y'all knew? Well, getting picked on for wearing different things. <laughs> sure. What are y'all's thoughts on Adam West? Love what do you Adam know West. About him? Absolutely. He yeah. is a gem mm-hmm. he is a treasure what makes you say i that love DJ anything and everything campy and okay. he made it like he did oh uh, one of his first adam was a chimpanzee mm-hmm. that was a good my yeah. favorite batman yeah. is adam west batman i mean some say he's the only batman someone say yeah. i have i don't know if it's with my cassette tapes but i have a cassette tape Garfield. of the uh the, all the all the music they used an original Adam West oh, Batman. Nice. I have a kid. It's very cool. Talk about onomatopoeia sound effects. That's whooping. Yeah. yeah. Skadoosh. Mm-hmm. So you have Flat. a question for us, Shane? I do. Cool. Okay, Adam so we West. have no points. We have no points. So Yay. we have some Adam West fans in the house. Okay. Ow. <laughs> I ripped my elbow into the fucking table <laughs> as I went to get my question. Yeah. Uh, so Adam West, mm-hmm. known to have some feet. Yeah, you know what? You know, he You're, had some feet. He's right. He you had can't some argue feet. this. How many toes does Adam West have? That's weird. All right, you were, you were just this. asking a number because I have one in my head. I will. I'm going. No, I have a multiple choice. I did Darn. some Wikipedia. You looked at me like I did some Wikipedia search. Adam West. Like, how many number? toes does Adam how many West t- have? Okay. A, ten. You know, just ten. Uh huh. B, nine. C, 11, or D, none of the above. None of the above. How many toes does Adam West have? I'm going D. You're saying none of the above. It's different. Uh, Yeah. For some reason, eight sounds right. Yeah. So it was A, 10, 10, B, 11, C, 9, or D, none of the above. So A, 10, B, 11, C, 12. D, none of the above. <laughs> no. Okay. C, nine. Wait. Why aren't the numbers in order? For fun. He does that. Okay. It makes everything that. harder okay, so for a 10, different... 11, 10, 11, 9, or... None. D. Okay. 10, 11, A, 10, B, 11, C, 9, D, none of the above. Close? Was I close there? I think so, yes. Okay. I'm going to say this one seems hokey. So I'm going to say A, 10 normal, regular, everyday <laughs> toes. Ten to Adam West has 10 toes, and DJ Lil had said D, 
uh, a different a number of toes than yes. what you mentioned, so none of the above. Yes. Well, the answer is A, 10 toes. Yeah, I was figuring he had 10 toes. <laughs> We're just having fun. Just having fun. <laughs> just is that why you took your shoes off? Keeping you on your toes. No, I took my shoes off because my feet are hot. Oh. And yeah. I was laying on the floor. Okay. So I went with 10 toes here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down my thought here. Definitely seemed like a, a Shane question. Yeah. And he's got these on me before. And we're just not getting me anymore. You know? No, sometimes they still get you. Yeah, they get me. Mm-hmm. Not this time, not though. Not this time. No, no you're, you're better. You got me. Yeah. We're not, having fun. Not this time. So the only point acquired so far is uh, 10 toes for Adam West. So, so far. <laughs> what have we learned? So far, <laughs> we've had. <laughs> well, as Shane originally said. He's got toes. Adam West has toes. Objectively has toes. Imagine not having toes. That's you wouldn't be able to walk. It's like scientifically proven. That's what keeps you balanced. Is toes? You'd mm-hmm. be a dolphin? Mm, not quite, but you'd be different, I guess, I suppose. But uh, shout out to uh, people with more shout or less toes. Shout out to from the Saints in like 1970 that had half a foot. And he still did it. He had half foot and was a kicker. Whoa. And he had the world. He had the record for the longest field goal for the longest time. You could do a lot without toes. And yeah, it's, it's like a, cold f- a fucking mallet foot. Wow. So what we've had so far, we've had a Garfield briefcase. Garfield! We've had a uh, Mad TV magazine from 1972. We've had some Batman roller skates from 1987. We still have more stuff in relations uh, in relation to that. Um, so we're going to uh, uh, switch gears a little bit. And um, I'm hoping, yes. So my cat brother was playing with this earlier on, and I wasn't sure if I drug him away with it or not, but I have it in my hand. It's a cute little guy. What I'm looking at is from the fox in the hound, Todd the fox. Does the hound have a name? Uh, Copper. Okay. okay. More (laughs) like a pet name for sure. Copper the hound and Todd the fox. And so I have a, like a five by five plush mm-hmm. orange fox in my hand, a little bushy tail, a little bushy chest, a little mm-hmm. bushy hair. And I actually think it looks like my cat a little bit. That's um, probably why he was investigating. Yeah. Um, and so this was a 1981 animated, uh, it, the, they Wikipedia called it an animated buddy drama film. Animated buddy drama film, Me and Toddy on the next episode of (laughs) Fucking Therapy Podcast. By Walt Disney, and it's loosely based on the 1967 novel, and the story is of two unlikely friends, a red fox named Todd and a hound dog named Copper, who struggle to preserve their friendship despite their emerging instincts. It's just Romeo and Juliet without the fucking. Yeah. Which one's the top, which one's the bottom? Ah, that's a great question hmm. based on the film boy that's even that i think they're both switches um, i say hound is the bottom maybe i like it but um the fox that, is pretty bright-eyed and bushy-tailed over well, there todd todd is the fox's name because that's what todd uh means means uh, like quick as a fox oh so that's oh. why todd the fox was uh, named the fox i like hmm. that yeah um and there was actually a direct-to-DVD Fox and the Hound sequel in 2006. Wow. I vaguely remember that. I don't. I vaguely do. Um, but from what I understand of that film, it's Copper joins a bunch of bad dogs. Ooh, Copper gone bad. Copper gone bad. <laughs> Metro Station, good Copper gone bad. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, 
So Copper it, gone bad, Todd's gone wild. Pretty Ooh. much. But, so the original was from 1981. Mm-hmm. The sequel is from 2006. A so lot they, can happen. So they, what it's so the film itself, the 1981 film, is a fox and a dog growing up together as pals. But once they get old enough, their instincts kick in, and the dog is like, "Bro, I'm after you. I hunt you." And the fox is like, I'm actually pretty fucking wild. I will act wild. Like, I'm just wild. And so what happens is fox. <laughs> that the owner of Copper is like, Copper, bro, eat that bitch. Eat that fox. What are you doing being friends with it? And Copper's like, it don't matter where you're – it don't matter who you are. You mm-hmm. can still be friends. Mm-hmm. And his owner's like, well, that's a fairy tale there. Go ahead and kill him. And so it was a whole thing because in the film itself they become good friends and then they're at each other's throats literally for a bit and then it ends up okay. But the sequel, the 2006 Fox and the Hound sequel, um, it's a prequel. It's when when they were babies. Babies. Just only babies. And during the baby Mm. form of that is uh, Copper gets involved with some bad dogs. Um, So you've both seen the film Fox and the Hound, correct? Yep. It's okay. been a long time, a but long yeah, time. I definitely watched it on VHS at my Oma and Nano's house with my sister. Cool. That was like one of the rotation of movies we'd watch when we went there. So do you remember uh, pretty much one of the saddest uh, scenes in Walt Disney Pictures, which is there's a sad scene in all of them, that when Todd gets dropped off in the middle of the woods and abandoned and uncollared. Oh, because oh, Todd gets to the age where he's wild, yeah. and his owner is like, bro, there are dogs after you. Like, you need to go back to the wild. Mm-hmm. So she drives him to the middle of nowhere, takes him in the middle of the woods, begins crying, and uncollars him, and is like, no, dude. Like, because he's, he's, he's trying to follow her back to the car. Right. And she's like, bro. Gotta stay here. I'm abandoning here. your ass. Yes. Get out of my face. So it was a, sad. It was a, a little, little sad. Um, and I remember watching that as a kid, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, that sucks." That's dark. Bambi's <laughs> yeah. mom dying now. This, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Todd's mom dies. Everyone, everyone's mom in is the just opening dying. scene. In the opening mm-hmm. credits, that's how Bambi starts too. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? In the Finding opening Nemo, scene, they gotta stop. And in the opening scene, Todd the fox's mom hides him by a fence. Because oh, she's yeah. being chased. And then you hear, like, yeah, you hear that she has died. And that's how he ended up with Copper in the first place mm. because his mom was killed. So I have a thrifty trivia trivia question that's a fox-adjacent question. So not about a, the film, but just about foxes in general. How many toes whole... does a fox have? No, it's not <laughs> what I got here. But um, So, uh... Get, bring in some uh, Darwinism here, some Charles Darwin to the house. Um, so during his voyage on the Beagle, which was uh, not related to the fox. I love beagles. Charles Jasper. Darwin collected a fox that today is called Darwin's Fox. This rare, small gray fox can be found where? So Charles Dar- Darwin... It's called Darwin's Fox now. Uh, collected a fox. He said, "This is a fo- this is a fox." Whoa! Look at this fox. We look now how we don't small got, it we is. don't got this. We is, is, are foxes part of the dog or cat family? Um, Neither. They're part of the fox family. Yeah, I think okay. they're just 
thing. I think. I, I could be wrong. I don't know if there was a adjacent connection. Or not. Yeah. Um, that's a good point, though. But so this rare small gray fox can be found where? Where did Darwin find this? And by the way, this is the only place mm. that they are found. They're not found any other place besides this place. Okay. A, Argentina. B, Chile. C, Venezuela. Or D, they're found somewhere else. None of the above. A, Argentina. B, Chile. C, Venezuela. D, none of the above. They're found somewhere else. Where did Charles Darwin find this rare gray fox that we now refer to as Darwin's fox? DJ Lil, I'll have you go first. I'm going to guess Argentina. Okay. Not only shout out to my mom's place of birth. Shout out to mom. Shout out uh, all moms. Shout out all moms. All moms. Um, but yeah, Argentina is like once the further south you go, it's a different like different world planet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got Patagonia, and there's all kinds of weird creatures and See, desert, f- desert, yeah. but winter space. I was thinking the same thing, but with Chile, because Chile is long. Right. Yeah. And Both if I was long. a small fox, I would live in a long country. Chile's out there too. So. Chile's one, but I'm also I'm say thinking. Mm, I also think it might be a Lots D of, boy. Uh, bio biodiversity. I think there might also be a D somewhere snuck in here. Because hmm. this could be a northern thing. Could be. Because you got to think, gray. It's going to be cold. You think, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it might be somewhere north. I'm going to say D for fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have? Because it's gray. I, if I had a guess. Yeah. Russia. Russia. Ooh. England. Finland. Iceland. Sweden. My heart. Uh, yeah. If we're going to start talking about Odie again, yeah, your heart. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying D. So we got an A on the board. We got a D on the board. And uh, the question again, during his voyage on the Beagle, Charles Darwin collected a fox that today is called Darwin's Fox. This rare gray small fox can be found where? A, Argentina, B, Chile, C, Venezuela, D, none of the above. Um, DJ Lilworth went with A, Argentina. Shane went with D, none of the above. The correct answer, B, Chile. Oh. I just want to – I do this every episode. Chile. At I have this point, no points so far. I'm like, it could be this one, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to say something different. Every episode recently has been that way. What is interesting about that, um, since the new format, I don't believe we've taped with three. We haven't. We this haven't is, taped all together. Is this a semifinal? So, well, while we're collecting our points here, this mm-hmm. would be the major point-collecting episode that we could all store. It's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. We're doing just as... I mean, I have a point, but that's rare. So we have one point between the three of us. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it off. To mm-hmm. our next, uh, our next piece for our curated thrift haul is. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want? Is there any l- yeah, left I've, pieces? I've got uh, a collection of comics here. Very cool. My next piece is from Gahan Wilson, and it's from 1985, and it's a collection called America. Ooh. I figured in honor of the upcoming Garfield fourth of july that some people may or may not celebrate mm-hmm. um i might be feeding mice to snakes that's Ooh. a with my friend alexis that's, that's a big fourth of july have, uh, party <laughs> for lil feeding yes. mice to snakes that day Ooh. we have our own traditions um and this piece is actually tied in with my first piece because the artist gahan wilson was inspired by mad 
among any many okay. other car- cartoonists. Um, yeah, so I found this at the yard sale a few years ago, and a kid definitely drew on some pages, uh, circled, circled some things. There's a page in here where they circled every single comic is the best comic. Okay. Um, every single comic's the best one. Yeah. So like we can already see from the cover, uh, from the point of view of like driving a car. There's some kind of tentacled creature at the wheel. That's fun. Bald eagle in the uh-huh. passenger seat looking to the side. Never best friend's ride trying to holler at me. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, Abraham Lincoln is hitchhiking, it looks like. And then there's some fun stuff also in the car. Um, so Gahan Wilson, he died in 2019. Wow. Recent R. passing. R.I.P. Um, he was born in 1930. And I first saw his one-panel cartoons in Playboy, and he's got a dark sense of humor. And you have a dark uh, sense of humor subscription to Playboy, so is I that do, where you? Yeah. Really, okay. And then they've changed their format over the last couple of years, and during one of those changes, I didn't see any more Gahan Wilson pieces, and I was like, wait a minute, how old is he? Who knows? Yeah. Um. So yeah, unfortunately, he passed I think he suffered from year. dementia. So, um. But yeah, we have tough. lots of his work to look back on. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's like, a, it's kind of a... And then you said with that, too, it kind of relates to the Mad magazine yeah, as well. Yeah, it's... His style is, yeah, like I said, very macabre, morbid. Mm-hmm. Aliens come up a lot. And we'll put lot. that on the Instagram yeah, as well, too. We'll do some, at Thrifty Podcast. Some pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, when the episode drops. Right. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And I had this one... I found this one... Uh, Gazuntite chain... Do you want some of my uh No, I have Beach or fine. I'm coughing. I'm okay. sorry, folks. I found this one comic in here of trying to get dressed in the morning Ooh. like as a kid. Ooh. And this is how I've felt the last couple mornings. Uh here in Pittsburgh, it's been 90 to like 95 degrees the last yeah. couple days and I wake up and I'm <laughs> immediately lightheaded and Shane's chuckling cuz yeah, that's how I feel. This is like uh remember the under the influence or above the influence commercials from like the 2000s sure. yeah. and they're like that's sarah over there she smokes marijuana and she's like a deflated balloon on the couch that's yeah. exactly what this yeah, so looks this like is a, and i've definitely done this as a kid like your mom's trying to get you dressed in the morning to go to school and or church both suck yeah <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hot take church and school suck, suck. Um, yeah and so i'm sure some of you out there can relate to just go ragdoll. Just like if you can like become more and more yeah. floppy like this Disassoci- kid is. Disassociated from what yeah. you want. Yeah. Like it's the shoes trying to be forced on his foot. It's just melting into the stairs there. Mm-hmm. Looks like a pancake. Yeah. That's how I, f- that's how I feel today. Cool. So, um, mm-hmm. so hit us with yeah. your second question. My second here. question is uh, Wilson got a break into big publishing by a mistake at Collier's Weekly, which was a huge magazine, like, late 1800s, early uh, to, like, late 50s. Um, Mm -hmm. It ended publication. What was the mistake? What was the mistake? Okay. Was it... I'm not looking at your answers. I don't know if you can read cursive. Um, no, I'm I'm not a nun or seventy. Whoa. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Can't read cursive. <laughs> it's my secret language. So A, they just wanted to hire him for the Halloween season, but didn't specify that in his contract. Ooh. B, he was thought to be a known artist of toothpaste advertisements. C, the new hire, hired uh, cartoon editor didn't know he you know, wasn't supposed to buy Wilson's work. Oh. Or D, none of the above. Read those. Read the question will, and answers yeah. again. Yeah. Weep. So Wilson got a break into big publishing by a mistake at Collier's Weekly. What was the mistake? Was it A, they just wanted to hire him for the Halloween season? So like I said, he's got Mm -hmm. a morbid style, but didn't specify that in his contract. B, he was thought to be a known artist of toothpaste advertisements. C, the newly hired cartoon editor at the magazine didn't know that he wasn't supposed to buy this work. D, none of the above. Something else caused him to get a mm-hmm. big break. All right. It's, it's the well, 50s. Hmm. Um, probably America wasn't ready for this style. No. For sure. Uh, so here are my thoughts. I think A is a little toddy pandering. I think that's a little toddy pandering there with the Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. You think I'm going to bite on that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. so. Not oh. today. Not going to bite on that stuff today. Um B seems kind of out of this world, but that's also in the sense of how I thought about your first question, and I was wrong. How I was like, nobody writes that word as a no, mm-hmm. but it would take something interesting for somebody to think about toothpaste enough to put it as an answer. So that one's peculiar to me, so I'm going to cast that one out. Mm-hmm. C seems pretty likely because mistakes like that kind of just kind of happen yeah you know a change of employment yeah like oh i didn't get that memo yeah so i'm gonna say that this is going to be d none of the above and uh how he actually got his break i i'm not sure i'm not i'm honestly not sure but i just do not think it's a b c or d and i'm gonna go d none of the above for my answer how you feeling brick body shane on this topic bud I'm once again not looking at it. I'm making eye contact with you. I love eye contact. Um, I hate it. Um, I like A. I like B. A, it seems too obvious. Um, B, it seems just right. It's it's my porridge of the day. The Goldilocks. So. Um, B just seems fun and good, and it makes sense. Because, I mean, they, they made advertisements with toothpaste back then. Let's go with the toothpaste heat. Yeah. I'm going to say toothpaste. B, toothpaste heat. All right. So we got a D and a B. Yep. And it's going to be A because she The answer is C. Oh, ah, shit. There we, are. <laughs> there we are. The answer is C. That one seemed likely. But right. And so, like, once they, once they realized that the new cartoon editor had purchased Wilson's work, mm-hmm. it was too late because... You know, the um, magazine had already published a few weeks of his work Mm -hmm. and people were already seeing it and liking it. And other magazines were hiring him for other cartoons. Okay. So they caught it too late. And and then there we are. May I ask where you came up with toothpaste from? I was trying to think of something wholesome. Just fun. Okay. And And also something that was like 
yeah, generally we, needed. And like, you know, as an we artist. We used to talk about that stuff. Like we used to be like, oh yeah, toothpaste. Here's yeah. a Kleenex box. We'll right. Make and it, like yeah. in that age of like, yeah, there were, there was television, but you know, um, artists really were making their living by drawing people buying a thing of toothpaste. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe Cause it was he, like maybe product was, marketing. Like, yeah. Cause yeah. nowadays we know what we should need and don't need. And then we have all these like products that people put out that are so eccentric. Mm-hmm. And back then it was just like, Oh yeah, this is this brand of toothpaste. This, this is a brand. So artists would spend, you know, days just like painting the scene, the beautiful scene of someone buying toothpaste just to get shut down. Yeah. So that likes, yeah. So we still have, so try less is so, essentially <laughs> the moral of the story. So we still Don't have, I am. Uh, as a uh, collective, as, as mm-hmm. a collective, as a show, got to tone down these one, questions. They're one, all tough. One, one point. Mm-hmm. One and one point. was obvious. Sure, it's ten toes. Well, that's Let's the one get, I got right. I know. While we're on the topic of feet, let's go back to roller skates, yeah, huh? Yeah, throw the roller skate question so we, in. We talked about roller skates. Mm-hmm. There's some roller skate fun. The first pair of roller skates used to just be like crutches with skates on them. Whoa, didn't know that. A little wheel action. Didn't know that. My question, we'll just get right to it, yeah. shall we? When were roller skates invented? When were roller skates when? invented? A, hmm. 1873. B, 1915. C, 1760. Damn it. Or D, none of the above. Bro, those are out of order mm. again. Oh, shit, they are, huh? Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Okay, A, 1760. Uh-huh. B, 1873. C, 1915. Or D, none of the above. Ah, so you little... Okay, so they are in order at least. Now you put them in order and my brain yeah. is just well, going to mush. Well, I got yelled at. I got fucking crucified Well, twice. if that's a crucifixion, boy, I don't know what a you, crucifixion would be. You just want to be like a warden at a southern penitentiary, well, boy. Well, okay. Um, and so, bonus shame point, this has nothing to do with it. Just, yeah. uh, just guess where they were invented. Oh, for interesting. Fun. Bonus shame point. That could be fun. All right. So where were ro- what year were roller skates invented? A, seven, Se- 1760. B, 1873. 1873. C, 1915. 1915. Or D, none of the above. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with B. So 1873. Just for fun. Well, also around that, sometime around that time, like the reason we have paved roads is yeah. because of bicycles. Yep. People who rode bicycles were like, it's easier if it's not all rocks. So you're welcome, everyone who DJ drives a, a car. DJ Lil Nailing with the infrastructure yeah. trivia. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so I think 1873, and I guess they were from New Jersey. Ooh. Okay. Invented in New Jersey. Ooh, okay. How about Patterson, New Jersey? Ooh. Wow, Watersville town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watersville <laughs> town. Watersville right. town, England. Watersville town, Japan. I feel like town, I'm either, Japan. I've really zoned in yeah. or I've really zoned out. That's Toddy. my final answer. Okay. I'm actually going to agree with B. So this is a point for both of us or a point mm-hmm. for neither. That just makes sense for that particular reason as well. Roller skates being created in America does seem likely. Does seem likely, but I'm not positive about that, clearly. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say for a bonus Shane point, they were made in San Francisco. Ooh, that's honestly, like Mm. in terms of good guesses, not a bad one. Yeah, I'm not saying any of these are right, but I'm saying in San Francisco, there's a lot of different things that you need wheels for and everything like that. But I will say, ultimately, we're both going with B for your your question on roller skates uh, by uh, the Batman roller skates via the Batman roller skates. Very nice. Did you know before I say the question that over 50% of – the entire 2014 U.S. national team competed in some sort of roller skating competition? No. That's pretty cool. No, I did not. The answer is A, 1760. Shit. And they were invented by Joseph, John Joseph Merlin in England. Oh, uh, Watertown, England. You said Watersville Town, England, and I Watersville shit. Town, England. But, yeah, 1760, they were invented as a party staple, and they looked like little bicycles. Oh. Okay. Um, so no, so we have one still point. One I still have point. zero points. Yeah, we have one we point collectively. We, we have you. I have zero. Toddy has one. one. Gimme one. Two you say that is a gimme. The <laughs> only reason why that I knew when you said you how know many. Because you know my psychology at this point. Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna, having fun. Yeah, and it's gonna be a because he's just gonna have ten fun. toes. <laughs> um, I figured it out at least. Um, so. We have uh, so we have a very exciting third act, our final act, vintage versus modern coming up. But before that, we're going to take a quick commercial break for freestyle this week. We have one big long commercial on one of the biggest Garfield collectors in all of the world. In all of the world. So thrifty podcast. You better stay tuned. Hi, I'm Robert Cothey. My wife, Kathy, and I own the website lovesgarfield.com. Lovesgarfield.com features only a small part of Kathy's extremely large Garfield collection. We were also the host of the 13th Annual Garfield Collectors Convention on Long Island, New York in 2011. Because of the high visibility of our website, lovesgarfield.com, we often get many emails asking us what is the best way to sell your Garfield collection. That is the purpose of this video. Some people who ask are actually the collectors themselves. Some people inherited the collection, and other people are just helping out a friend or family member. Because of this large gap in Garfield knowledge, I will start with the very basics. First, how do you know what is the value of a Garfield item or not? Except for a few consistently high-selling items, it is our experience that Garfield collectors will usually go after what makes them smile and what they're interested in. Because of this observation, items may sell for as much more than expected because somebody really wants it, and other items may not sell for much, even if it's an original 1978 Garfield plush. We find that Garfield collectors sometimes have themes. For example, my wife tends to purchase beach items and boating-themed items for some day that we own a second house in Florida. One collector likes Garfield cowboy-themed items. Another person gravitates towards clocks and mugs. A fellow collector on Long Island has every Christmas ornament ever made, as well as the full Christmas village and Christmas sculptures. Another collector will buy anything with Garfield and golf. And some people might only buy Odie, Arlene, or Pookie collectibles and not Garfield. Because of this wide level of tastes and interests, it is almost impossible to pre-appraise Garfield items. I previously said that there are a few items that consistently sell pretty well. 
These items include Inesco Ceramics, the Oreo Cookie Jar, the Garfield Lava Lamp, large die-cast cars, including the Christmas Tree Truck, also the Stife Bear, the Spirit of 76 Statue, Garfield Crystals, and of course the Garfield Christmas Village with all 10 pieces. So how do you know the relative ages of Garfield items? I laugh when I go to a flea market and the vendor tries to tell me that something was made in 1978 because it says copyright 1978 on it. The reason that it's funny to me is that most Garfield items made actually say copyright 1978 on it, even if it was made yesterday. This fact is simply a legal thing. It is worth knowing that if a piece says copyright United Features Syndicates, it's probably made between 1978 and 1993. The 1993 is according to Wikipedia. I was not 100% sure about the date that Paws Incorporated purchased back the full rights to their character. These days, Paws Incorporated, owned by the creator of Garfield, Jim Davis, holds all the rights and licenses to the creation. Therefore, if it says copyright 1978 Paws Incorporated, it was made between 1993 and present day. Some items say the actual creation year, such as the Garfield toilet seats, made in 1996. So how do you estimate the age of a Garfield item? Well, the answer is in the Garfield's eyes. Early Garfields had two separate, smaller eyes that did not touch. As the strip progressed in years, it got larger and closer together. Story goes that this is because when newsprint got more expensive, newspapers tried to save money by making the funny smaller and on fewer pages. Jim Davis had to draw the more expressive facial features larger just so people would get the joke. With the basics out of the way, what is the best way to sell a Garfield collection? No matter what, you have to take pictures of the items that you wish to sell. Written descriptions alone are relatively worthless. If you said Garfield Pez dispenser for sale, for example, the question is which one? There were dozens if not hundreds of Garfield dispensers made, and some were only different because of the color of the handle. The picture is truly worth a thousand words. Do you have to take a picture for every item individually? The answer is no. If you plan on selling them as a lot, what is a lot? A lot is the name of a group of items being sold together. You might want to sell many smaller items together in order to combine shipping or to make it worth the buyer's while to pay for shipping. Who wants to pay $2 in shipping for a 50 cent pencil eraser? So you might sell the pencil eraser, five Pez dispensers, a Garfield ruler, and 10 Garfield pencils, for example, as a single listing. You might fetch 10 to $20 instead of 50 cents and justify paying for shipping. Finally, where is the best place to sell Garfield items? If you're looking to sell your entire collection all at once, your local Craigslist.com is probably your best bet. Potential buyers will want to see the collection firsthand to decide if they want to purchase it. Kathy and I bought out someone's entire book for 350 pieces. We looked at it first in person and picked it up ourselves with a rental trailer. Craigslist.com is also a great place to sell larger, less mobile, or fragile items since they can be picked up in person or carefully transported. To sell smaller lots of items or individual items, your best bet is to sell it on eBay.com. eBay.com, also known as eBay, is the world's most popular online auction website. If you're looking to get top dollar, you would want to use a popular website to get in front of the most potential buyers at once. Less known auction sites are not in your best interest.
If you are in close proximity to a Garfield gathering, an annual Garfield Collectors Convention, you can also get a table at the swap meet and sale. This is a least likely option since we meet only once a year, and so far it has spanned between Texas and the year Kathy and I hosted Long Island, New York. What are the odds of you selling a collection from Pennsylvania in June and the convention turns out to be near you in Pennsylvania? That said, if it happens to coincidentally to be close to an Garfield gathering, it is worth being in front of some of the country's most aggressive collectors. The worst place to sell a collection is at a garage sale. The likeliness to run into a high-end collectors on the weekend you decide to have a sale is ridiculous. The most important point is you need to be realistic. It is possible that what you paid for an item is the most it will ever be worth. A $30 plate from Danbury Mint might only resell for $15 to $20. There's no guarantee that an item goes up in value. You need to be realistic. Most Garfield collectors already have enough Garfields to last them a lifetime. I know we do. We're not about to pay $15,000 for a collection just because that's what you estimated you spent over the last 30 years. Don't be surprised if you only get $1,000 if you sell it at all at once. If you break into individual lots or online sales, the multiple items, you may get $7,000 to $18,000 if you have the time and patience to list it over time and ship it all over the country. Finally, Kathy and I would be happy to speak with you first about what you are selling. We may be interested in a few individual items if the price is fair, but it's unlikely that we will be paying top dollar for entire collections. Call me at 631-3131-3131 if you want to talk and need some advice. We're always happy to help. We are less likely to answer every email since there is no guarantee that every message has made it to us past our spam filters. If we did not return your email, it is possible that we didn't get it. On behalf of Kathy and myself, we hope this helps you and thank you for watching the video. Check out www.lovesgarfield.com or our YouTube page for more information. Good luck selling. Garfield. Odie. Jim Davis. Jim Davis. I bought the Jim Davis house and you didn't say anything about it. You said I was a fool for buying the Jim Davis house. And you didn't even say what I wanted to hear you say. That it came completely furnished. Welcome back to Thrifty. The third act to the show. Uh, it's pretty heated in here. Not only because of the temperature. Um, I had a slight worry that the fans that are trying to keep us cool during the first act of the show, I had a feeling that it might pop up in the audio, and I think I may have found that it popping up in the audio, so we turned the fan down a little bit, so we're mm -hmm. just going to... Did I ruin it by laying on the floor? I don't think you... I wouldn't say ruining it. I ruined it. I wouldn't go that far, but... Um, so we're going to try to keep the fan on one for now. And I'm not mm -hmm. going to sit on the floor. Um, well, we can make accommodations later on. So uh, this is the first time that we've had the opportunity to play uh, a three-way vintage versus modern. Now, this episode was constructed for us to collect points to be added to the total standings. Not going to happen. Um, so at most, 
one of us is going to have two points. Mm-hmm. Um, you so can have three. You have a point. That's true. If you had, with your one point, added if you win my question, added if you win Shane's question. Uh, main event segment, vintage versus modern. Vintage versus modern. Now, for new listeners to the show, vintage versus modern. Uh, we e- either select a vintage piece from our curated thrift hall or a modern piece from our curated thrift hall. Find its vintage or modern counterpart on eBay.com, the website, also known as eBay, and uh, ask each other the value of either to see which one is higher and whichever one is higher so obviously for this game at least a little better so vintage versus modern i'm going to start out now the first piece of the show uh we talked about the the garfield briefcase and you heard some words from a garfield collector on this very episode so let's go there so the vintage piece is the piece you see in front of you it's a vintage early 90s garfield suitcase and for the modern Uh, For the piece that I found on eBay, I did write its entire listing name as this. So we have the vintage early 90s Garfield suitcase versus the modern Garfield drawstring bag, gray color number two. Mm, Garfield drawstring bag, gray color. Love gray. Number two. Vintage versus modern, which has a higher value. We're going to start with Shane this time. Garfield. Say the name of the modern again. Okay, the modern is Garfield drawstring bag, gray color number two. I'm gonna have to say vintage. You're going with vintage. I don't trust the modern stuff. Doesn't have the same feel. Doesn't mm-hmm. have the same vibe. It's also gray number two. Yeah. Mm. So that it also sounds like it's mass produced. Right. So I'm gonna say modern is 15. Mm-hmm. Vintage is 24. Okay. So vintage 24 modern uh, have lower than that. So you're going vintage. Yes. Vintage. Okay. Mm -hmm. DJ Lil, what are your thoughts? I think I'm going vintage, but I'm curious how, does it say how big the the gray is? It does not, but it's relatively the same size. About the same size. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go vintage. Because it's colorful. Vintage is 18 by 12. This is probably around that too. Okay. Yeah, I'm going vintage. Cool. And I would say, like, I'm just going to go, like, 15 bucks for the vintage mm-hmm. and 7 for okay. the modern. So, uh, as far as the Garfield merchandise. Garfield. Garfield. Vintage versus modern. We had the vintage early 90s good early 90s Garfield suitcase versus the modern Garfield drawstring bag, gray color number two. I will say the vintage... Uh, suitcase, $25. I was close. Just saying. Just a dollar off from Brick yeah. Body Shane. So uh, for both of you to be correct, this would have to be lower than that price point of $25. So the modern Garfield drawstring bag, gray color number two, $10.90. Ooh, yes. Shane and DJ Lil are on the board. And Shane, you are a buck off that Garfield suitcase, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah. Buck off the Garfield suitcase. Just a buck off. So right now, uh, three-way tie. We each have one One point. point. So there could be 
uh, that could somebody could be coming up uh, from behind in the points and, and winning just based on this main event act. So who wants mm-hmm. to do theirs next? I'll go, I guess. All right, Shane's up. All right. So in the previous act, we talked about the 1987 Batman roller skates. So we got them on eBay for you. Mm-hmm. I have here vintage 1987 Batman DC comic roller skates. Okay. The exact ones you see in front of your face. Well, this is good for us because the, uh, I believe we're going to be selling them via brick body kits, correct? Mm. No, we're, we're going to do something. Okay. We'll do something about it. But probably. Yeah. Modern, I have Batman comic capers, kids adjustable roller blades, inline skates, blades, 28 to 32. Oh, this is going to be a hard one because those are both mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just go. Um, so vintage roller skates versus modern roller blades. The vintage roller blades that we have in our possession, they're in pretty good shape. Bright yellow wheels somewhere on them. Um, they're, all, they're both in very good shape. On both in very good mm-hmm. shape. Well, with eBay, there is a shipping fee, and it's going to be pretty big for both because they're they're roller skates, roller they're blades. They're chunky. So I'm going to say it's like a I'm going to say ten to twelve dollars shipping each. I'm going to start there. So I'm going to say the vintage roller blades thirty bucks. Nope, nope, sorry. Vintage roller skates are thirty bucks. I'm going to say the modern roller blades are thirty-eight dollars. So I will be going modern, vintage versus modern. I'm going modern with the roller blades. Hmm. Yeah, I want to go modern as well. Because are you just playing the strategy game here, DJ Lo. Maybe. What? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Strategy. Um, good thing my question is next, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going to go modern because okay. I don't know how many kids are like really into like Adam West. Yeah. If you're like buying it to use a- this as pair if, of, as if as, as if you're going to use like yeah, get out okay. there. Mm-hmm. And hit the pavement with those. You're buying just yeah. Batman mm-hmm. animated right. or Batman whatever. Yeah, I think the modern are going to be more I'm going to guess 37. And I say the vintage, like, mm, I'll just go 30. Okay. okay. So kind of like around. Yeah. So the vintage roller skates, Adam West Batman 1987, go for forty ninety nine. Okay. That's a good deal for us, at least. So... The, it'd have to be under or above. It'd have to. It would have to be. You both a, said above. Yeah, we we'd say so. It has to be more than forty bucks for us yeah. to be mm-hmm. correct. And the modern Batman comic capers, kids adjustable roller skates, inline skates, blades, twenty eight to thirty two, thirty one dollars and fifteen cents. Wow. And that's translated from Great British pounds. Oh. Back to Britain. Yeah, Watersville town, England. Again. Mm-hmm. So we did not get those points. That's yep. Okay. We did not get those points, but that means the brick body skates that we have could be pretty cool for mm-hmm. us. So we have one point across the board still. Shane, you are uh, going to be directing this vintage versus modern, and unfortunately, it looks like you can't be the winner this week. Why? Because that's the last question. 
What? Oh, no, I have a question. Oh, didn't you give your question? No, no. not yet. I went. I let. I let the. I <laughs> you, you and I, <laughs> Debbie ZJ Lil can't win. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. That's okay. Yeah. I didn't think I was gonna win today, anyways. Okay. All um, right. Um, that's fine. I yeah. still have time. <laughs> yeah. You have a whole another forever. Yeah. True. Yeah, forever. Points. But that's okay. So. So DJ Lil cannot win because DJ Lil has the last question of the right. day. So One it's between Shane and I. is more than no points. Added Looking real settings. relaxed with the uh, cushion from the couch <laughs> now perched My up vertical. on the upward <laughs> position. So yeah. Shane versus Toddy, we either tie. We could we could get this. Both of us could get this wrong and mm-hmm. tie. Both of us could get this right. And tie. And tie. Or one of us wins. Okay. I still think we should do the tiebreaker if none of us win. I think it's okay. going to be a fairly easy question. Okay. I say that now. But right. We'll see. We have to say our answers together. We can't give it at the same time. Sure. I mean, this sure. is just for the cer- the sanctity <laughs> of the sure. game. Sure. Okay. okay. I, yeah, I can do a countdown. You can <laughs> okay. Say, okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so vintage versus modern, going back to Gahan Wilson. So the vintage piece is the book that I brought today. Gahan Wilson's America, 1985, paperback. Mm-hmm. The From modern. From your thrift hall today. Yes, yep. Um, so it's the same exact listing I found on eBay, same exact book, uh, except mine has some child drew in it. Um, so that's unique. The uh, modern is Gahan Wilson, 50 Years of Playboy Cartoons, Ooh. which is a three-volume set, 2011. 2011 three volume set versus 1985 i already have my answer locked in my head yeah yeah well i have the answer that you have locked in your head for sure why do you say that i just just i just do why and i don't want i don't want it to be a tie for sure. I oh, don't so want to just, do that. Okay. So I'm going to go. Who's playing strategy now? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to go opposite of what he's for sure going. Okay. And I will, because um, we're going to do it at the same time. Yes. Um, but just so there isn't a tie, I'm going to go opposite. And I also could think that this is a little, uh, if you want to talk strategy, I think there's a clear answer here. And I think that's why it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So I don't like any of this <laughs> fucking mind game bullshit. Right. I'm going to just games. count it down. All right. Yeah. I'm going to count down three. Two, All right. Before we count wait, it down, are wait, we going to do wait. three, two, one, reveal? Three, two, one. Reveal. Reveal. Yes. Got it. You ready, Shane? Yeah. Okay. I don't like any of these mind games that have just been played. My goodness. Yeah. Three, two, one. Vintage. Modern. See? Okay. I yeah. knew he was going to go. Yeah. yeah so I'm gonna three go. fucking books. Yeah, so he, true. So I'm gonna go vintage. I'm gonna say vintage is more. Okay. I think that one's like six bucks, and I think the set is like twenty five. I think the uh, vintage is twelve dollars shipped, and I think the modern is ten. Shipped. This could be a big budget banger. <laughs> big budget banger. So I I did this yesterday. I have the sound clip that you sent us of the new. Yeah. Intro ad thing. Thrifty ad. And I cut out big budget bangers. And I'm gonna just gonna send that back to you. Okay, yeah, I could I could <laughs> put it in. Say it. Big yeah. budget yeah. banger. Big, big budget bangers. So we have a vintage toddy and a modern Shane. Yes. Let's see so what we can do here. DJ Lo keeps smiling at me like I'm about to get the L, so it's fine. We'll see. 
Big L from Big L. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If you added Put it a on zero, Big L. if you added a zero to one of your the uh, guess okay. of your so modern, the one that's vintage is fifty dollars. No. no, no. no. Oh, never mind. Modern. I won the game. Yeah. We 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 all yeah. the way home. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> what honestly. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, the modern sold for. Two hundred and four dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh yikes! That's a lot of money. Free free shipping. I would hope. (laughs) Holy hell! So Shane, you win. Wait, so what's the vintage? The vintage went for ninety nine cents with three dollars and fifty shipping. I was close. I said like six bucks. You were closer because you you picked the right one. That's why you were close. I mean, hey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I knew that Garfield. You were gonna go modern. So I just yeah. went vintage just so there wouldn't be a tie. But right. then I was like, maybe it is vintage just because it's this. So you win. Mm-hmm. You did it. Um, and I made sure to say like three volume sets. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's okay. well, we went to break with one of us having one point, mm-hmm. And we went home with not only one of us having more than one point, but a different person leading and winning the game. And there we so go. So it's Brick Body Shane this week. Good victory. Interesting. Happy birthday, Shane. Yeah. Birthday me. Yeah. Um, so before we do head out, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors here. First and foremost, uh Commonwealth Press, CWPress.com. And right now, you type in that into the bar, you're gonna see, oh my gosh, I could use a promo code. Oh, this is Christmas all over again. So use promo code thrifty or thrifty podcast. And when you do that, when you order 50 shirts, you get 12 shirts for free cwpress.com commonwealth press so if you have a podcast you have any sort of uh, uh, band anything like that put your order in right now and they'll ship it to you also steve bear is of bluffs bluffs.bandcamp.com the theme to our show for many reasons also uh, for uh, alternate reality has been uh, the theme to the show since the beginning and we also have uh, a lot of different bluffs clips now used in the show including something you've never seen before something you've never seen at all and uh, the intro the bumper into the break also is pretty much my favorite dance bop by bluffs and that's why we do that into the middle part of the show because I mm-hmm. like that so Shane wins. Um, we had a pretty cool uh, thrift haul today. Garfield stuff, Batman mm-hmm. stuff, some magazines, uh, all types of animated stuff. Um, does anybody have any final words before we head out of here? Always wear your seatbelt. And Aww. always get roached.